Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, and welcome to The Season Keepers, the show where the only two people we recommend keeping for the season is us. My name's Matt, aka Clean Sheet Wipeout. My name's James, aka SK James FPL. All right, James, how you doing? Yeah, not too bad, thanks. Is your uh, FPL week going as shit as mine? Yeah, another <laughs> bad week, I think. Uh, it's been a terrible Almost week. certainly going to be another red arrow. Yeah, um, 100%. Unless Ramsdale needs to save about three pence, yeah. I think. Exactly the same here. Otherwise, I think we're fucked. Um, and obviously, the the ESR news. Um, we're recording just as the Arsenal team sheet um, comes out, and um, Smith Rowe is not in the squad. The Bamiang's on the bench, and I'm pretty sure I've seen that Tactician gets fucking Jared Bowen's points off the bench because Ew. of Smith Rowe. So it's yeah, unbelievable. That's disgusting. Filth. It is honestly. It'll be fucking stirring the porridge, I tell you. All right, but we. Uh, <laughs> We're obviously going to cover the nine games this week. We thought we'd uh, record on the Monday, try and get out as quickly as we can. And um, yeah, just go from there, really. So uh, first things first, James, should we uh, chat about the absolute cracker of a game on Saturday afternoon? It was West Ham 3, Chelsea 2. Yeah, what a belter. Um, fair play to West Ham. Great, mm. great performance. Uh, obviously, started well for Chelsea. Thiago Silva, good, good goal. Yeah. Um, and then Mount giving it the big one when he scored as well. Oh, um, finish as well, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, good goal. He's uh, we spoke about him in the week, and I feel yeah, he's carrying it on. I feel like a bit of a broken record talking about Mason Mount. You know, yeah, we, we don't even don't even notice. <laughs> no, exactly. Whenever we mention, you know, whenever he starts, he absolutely holds. And yeah, once again, goal and an assist matches his performance against Watford, but he got a bonus ball, three bonus points this time instead of two. So. Does that mean that Tuchel's going to keep him in the sides? Honestly, who knows? Because the field is that. I think I think he will. Um, I think it'd be a bit harsh to not play him. Obviously, the Champions League does sort of yeah throw a question mark into the mix. But although I think yeah. they only have to draw the tie this week to win the group, so it'll be interesting to see the lineup. That to be fair, all the Premier League clubs that are in the Champions League are quite intrigued to see the lineups. Yeah, but yeah, um, it wasn't the best of days for uh, Edward Mendy, was it? No, it's a strange goal to win it. Obviously, uh, Masuaku looks like he's trying to obviously cross the ball. Um, I don't know if he mishits it or deflects, but it looks either like way, it's a slight deflection, I think, but not yeah. not much. Yeah, just ends up at completely wrong foot. Mendy ends up in the top top corner. Yeah, and then obviously, um, obviously yeah. wins the game. For yeah, best it, <laughs> exactly. And Jorginho kind of played the back pass to um to Mendy early on, and uh, Bowen put him. Under pressure, Mendy takes him out, and obviously they get the pen. And this time, Lanzini was the one to step up and take it, which was interesting. Yeah, yeah, it was. Um, so we've got again uh, three three returners that aren't Antonio in terms of the goals. <laughs> obviously, he did he did pick up an assist, which yeah. um, no doubt owners would be happy with. Um, and I think now the fixtures get a little bit easier for them. Yeah. So. So it's um, probably brighter times ahead for Antonio owners. Agreed. Um, if you had to choose between Antonio and Bowen, which one would you go for? Obviously, on current current form, Bowen. Mm. But if I had the choice and had the money for both of them, I'd go Antonio. Yeah, I'm contemplating going Antonio, mainly because I've got issues with all three strikers, which we'll come on to later. But if I was on wildcard, for instance, I think I'd strongly be considering Jared Bowen. I wish I had my wild card. Yeah, tell me about it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, then let's move on to um, a much-needed win for one of the relegation sides. It was Newcastle 1, Burnley 0. 
Yeah, big game this one for both sides. And uh, yeah, Callum Wilson doing what he does best yeah, and, again. and score, scoring. Um, also not getting booked, so <laughs> doesn't get that suspension just yet. I don't know how many games he has to play uh, before it gets uh, wiped off. I'm pretty um, sure it goes all the way through to like February. Right, okay, quite a while to go then. Yeah, um, I'm fully expecting him to have a suspension. He'll pick up a booking um, at Man City. And then he'll be suspended for the Man United game two days after Christmas. So he gets Christmas off and then he won't have to come back to the 30th of December. These these footballers know what they're doing. Yeah, yeah, I, I remember people that people even get sent off, don't yeah. they? <laughs> oh dear. But yeah, no, um, very good three points for, for Newcastle. Yeah, whereas um obviously on the Burnley side it's it's a little bit worrying for them. And I think at the weekend they've got West Ham. That'll be a tricky game. Then they've got a must win against uh Watford. Um, and then, honestly, their fixtures are horrendous for, for quite a while. And could this be the season that Sean Deitch finally can't save Burnley? Could be, but it, it probably won't because they, they have a knack of surprising everyone when you kind of least expect it. They're, they just pull three points out of the bag and can do it against big teams. Yeah, it'd be... Um... Interesting to see how they cope in January with their, um, the likes of Tarkovsky, for instance. I think their contracts are up in the summer. Whether Burnley let them go in January for a fee or whether they hold on to them with the hope of trying to use them to stay in the league and then obviously just, just let them go. I think the value there will probably be a lot more to stay in the league than they would to sell them. A big time. So I'd like that. It'd be good for them to bring in some more players like sort of like they've done with Corne yeah. that make this the team sort of a more... I don't know, sexy side, sort <laughs> yeah. of take away from this kind of brutal defence. Yeah, I think I think Corne picked up a knock in this game, which um, is obviously unfortunate. Uh, I'm, I'm not sure of his injury status. Um, we'll have to wait and see. But yeah, I think he was subbed early. Interesting. Um, a game that I don't really want to move on to, but I'll move on to it anyway. Uh, oh. I was there and it was Southampton 1, Brighton 1. Bloody sick, though, wasn't it? Uh, Fucking joke. Both just personally and because of FPL with yeah. Livermento oh, playing, yeah. just went from an extra points to one. Oh, yeah, horrific. Mope scored, shushing the Northern end. Um, <laughs> oh, dear. Absolute prick. Uh, yeah, infuriating. Obviously, the thing to talk about is McCarthy uh, sort of playing on despite being injured. It's not good. <laughs> It's fr- yeah, it's frustrating, but honestly, I blame them both. I blame McCarthy because from about the 55th minute onwards, Lianco was taking all the goal kicks, um, and it was whether he was taking them direct or McCarthy would do that stupid little two-yard pass to him in the box, and then he'd, he'd clear it out. But it was obvious that McCarthy was struggling, and we were all discussing it in, in the stand, saying, well, what's going on? Um, we, had only made, uh, we hadn't made a substitution at that point at all. And then we made two and we still had one in reserve. And if your goalkeeper's struggling, yes, I know Harry Lewis is is young, but he's still, you know, a Premier League goalkeeper, at least a third keeper, and he plays well for the B team. So mm. give him a chance because I'd rather a fit Harry Lewis than a McCarthy that can't move. And yeah, exactly. It, it meant that we couldn't really get out at times because McCarthy just couldn't clear the ball. Um and then obviously on the goal, he just can't move. Like when as soon as Mope goes through, he just stands there. Yeah, I do 
wonder whether the fact that McCarthy was injured had an influence on what Prousey did. Because at the moment, Brighton are taking the free kick. Obviously, we've lined up. Prousey, for some unknown reason, and I can only explain that, sprints back to the back post, which means he then plays five Brighton players onside when the rebound comes back out. And obviously, they've all gone beyond the wall expecting a rebound. And they're in such clear air that Mopey's got time to look up and then smash it in. But I, I don't know what Prowse was doing. No, no, it was infuriating. But maybe that, that did play a part. I didn't think, I think of that at I the time. I think it probably did because yeah. likely, obviously, the players knew. Prowse is probably looking at McCarthy's position and thinking, well, there's no fucking way he's diving that side. I'm going to have to get there. But yeah, I think the comments from Hasenhutl were a little harsh because I don't think mm. he should be digging him out as much as he did particularly when at first he said he didn't know that he was injured and then he said he knew he was injured but he didn't realise the extent of it well yeah. if you know he's injured just bring him off that's that's surely a managerial fault yeah exactly and um, of course now w- Willie's coming yeah yeah we got Caballero in for a month don't we yeah yeah big will <laughs> um, so that. That, that, that'd be interesting hopefully yeah. I mean, He's he's got a lot of experience, and um, yeah. I'd probably fancy him over Harry Lewis. So likewise, give him a go. Yeah, definitely. Um, and then obviously talk about the goal scorer Brozier. Very good finish. Um, it, it was good to see him get a start. I kind of expected it, and I was talking to a few people on Twitter and saying, I'm "Pretty sure Armstrong's probably due the rest now because Brozier had had one, Adams had had one, and rightly so. Yeah, Armstrong was uh, rested for this one, and, and Brozier stepped forward, got took his goal very well. Um. I thought Tello also had a pretty good game. But um, yeah. the issue with this is both Romeo and Salisu picked up their fifth yellow cards. So both of them will be suspended for the weekend against Arsenal. Yeah, it's a, a, a big miss, both of those. Yeah, it'll be... I expect it to be Lianco and um, Stevens as centre-backs because Stevens is back fit. And presumably Diallo will step in for Romeo. I'd imagine so, yeah. Yeah, and then... <clears throat> Quickly on Brighton before we uh, move on. The big news is the fact that Lewis Dunk was missing. Turns out he was in a knee brace and the rumours from the Athletic are he's at least out for this year. And um, there's rumours circulating that it's an ACL injury and he could be out for quite a prolonged spell. So this weekend, Brighton, I believe, are without eight first-team players against Tottenham. Duffy is obviously suspended. Webster and Dunk are injured. Um, Cucurella, I think, isn't playing. That they've got no defence. <laughs> so, are you thinking of keeping Harry Kane no. in FPL? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Even with this new, I might, you know, in the Sky format, which obviously we do a podcast yeah. about. But nah, not in this one. He's gone. Cool. <laughs> it's a sh- it's a shame. That's <laughs> no, not, mate. Right, Agent Kane. From uh, from one late winner to another, it was Wolves nil, Liverpool one. Yeah, good old Divock Origi. I think he's got sort of cult hero status at Liverpool. They love him. Um, does, yeah. Always seems to come up with the goods when he comes off the bench or, or starts even. Yep. And uh, yeah, no different in this in this game. Got um, for Wolves, obviously, but um, sort of these are the sort of performances that can win titles. Oh, God, yeah. Um, I was kind of panicking a little bit because obviously... Nil nil at half time. You're like, oh, you've Captain Salah, but everybody has. And uh, it was honestly of no surprise when I heard about a last minute winner. And I turned to my brother and I just said, 
I bet Origi's had something to do with that. And as we were walking out <laughs> the ground, he, che- he checked his phone. There he was, Divock Origi, got yeah. a last minute. He loves it, and that's why Klopp loves him. Yeah. Terrible miss from Jota as well, worth <sighs> mentioning. Oh, man, honest. <laughs> I had no idea until I watched Match of the Day, reluctantly, mind you. And, um, yeah, to see that miss, fuck it out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Probably uh, cost me the... about eight points, I tell you. Yeah, I think it did. He was on quite a run, so uh, sh- shame for you he didn't do it. Fucking joke. Um, and then finally, obviously on the uh, the Saturday, it was uh, Watford 1, Man City 3. Yeah, I was a little bit disappointed Dennis didn't get anything out of this. <laughs> I was actually quite hopeful. <laughs> His run ended. Um, yeah, but no, uh, but, but Bernardo Silva show, really. Um, fantastic, fantastic goals, keep scoring, uh, getting in the right positions all the time. Yep. And keep starting as well. And obviously big news is that he's not travelled for the yep. Champions League, which means obviously he's very likely to start against Wolves at the weekend. So yeah. it makes him even more appealing for prospective owners it does indeed if if i had the transfers available and i didn't have issues regarding my forwards i think i'd be going rafinha to bernardo silva this weekend yeah it's a good move Mm. judging by that smile james (laughs) (laughs) for those on the audio james has got the biggest cheshire grin after i said that i reckon i know your move for the weekend i may have done that yeah shock But yeah, it was a pretty resolute performance. And obviously, you've mentioned Bernardo Silva there, but um, I think Rodri hasn't travelled. Cancelo hasn't travelled. So um, very likely that those players are getting a bit of a rest now, given the uh, the manic schedule coming up. And hopefully that then means that they're probably fit enough to play the, the three games in eight days, obviously with Wolves, Leeds and then Newcastle. And those are the kind of games that those players could return and return very well. Yeah, it's, good. it's going to be very interesting to see how they go. Yeah, for sure. And then obviously those that are on Dennis, um, I think he's probably a hold like yourself because Brentford. Like, Burnley, I've only just brought him in. <laughs> exactly, like Brentford, Burnley, Palace, Wolves. It's it's quite a nice little run, and um, I'm actually considering him as well for oh, for, uh, for this little run. <laughs> we'll come on to why uh, when we we discuss our teams, but well, I he's think, cheap. Well, that and uh, yeah, you you'll see my problems. <laughs> Okay, yeah, he's. I've got three price rises out of him. I've bought yeah. him at 5.3, he's now 5.6. 5. 6. Yeah, rising every day, doing very well. Right, um, I mean, I think this weekend was the weekend of late, well, at least late goals and late drama because uh, Leeds and uh, Patrick Bamford, to be precise, pulled one out of the bag. It was Leeds 2, Brentford 2. Yeah, great to see um, Bamford back, obviously, I ailing back as well, and they yeah. linked up for the uh. For the goal at the end and if they didn't have such horrific fixtures i'll probably be bringing bamford in agreed yeah it's very much a weight on leeds in general i think all the way until probably the second of january now isn't it it's it's a horrible run of five games and i include villa in that because villa are playing very well and we'll come on to them shortly but yeah it's definitely not the time to be jumping on and in fact people have probably got a decision as to whether they move off of rafinha because albeit he has been returning and he's been picking up goals and assists, I don't think Leeds are going to do a lot in the next five games. No, it would surprise me if they did. Um, I've taken him out, but I feel like if you did have bigger problems elsewhere, you could leave him in there and he might get you something. Yep. Yeah, there, there's always the possibility. 
Um, Definitely. And then obviously on the Brentford side, um, the news initially was the fact that Ivan Tony missed out because of COVID. And I believe from reading The Athletic that he is also going to miss the Watford and Man United games. So if that's the case, he's, he's very much a sell, which is frustrating for me because I was planning to hold Tony probably all the way through until the Man City game when the fixtures turn. I'm going to have to sell him now, which is a right bugbear. Um, and then on the other side, uh, those that for some unknown reason are still holding on to Mbomo finally got a return, got an assist. <laughs> Salvation for those owners. Uh, did you have him at one point in this? Yeah, yeah. You didn't. Well, you did. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah, very much overdue. And uh, who knows? Maybe, maybe the floodgates are open now. I doubt it. <laughs> yeah, I doubt it as well. They it's do the obviously play Watford at the weekend, though. Um, or yeah. actually, it's the Friday night game, isn't it? And in, in Tony's absence, and Burmo probably becomes more of a, a key figure, and um, he could well have to perform this weekend against quite a leaky Watford back line. So, if you've got him, I'd probably hold him for this weekend. Yeah, yeah, might as well. Um, and then jumping on to Ralph Rangnick's first game in charge, well, officially in charge, at home to Crystal Palace, and they came away with a win with a very unexpected goal scorer. It was Man United 1, Crystal Palace 0. Yeah, Fred's in form. Uh, two assists in the last game and one a goal in this game. Uh, Changed man. Yeah, 4.9 million. <laughs> Wouldn't be the worst fifth midfielder in the world. Yeah, jump uh, on him, jump on him. <laughs> Buy him, everyone. Uh, <laughs> probably a waste of a sort of a third Man United slot, though. Hmm. Um not that you have three Man United players, I don't think, That's at the, the moment. That's Are you actually likely to triple up? Because Ronaldo, sure. Um, if you've got the budget, then maybe go to one of their midfielders. But I very much doubt you've got the budget to get two Man United premiums. The other alternative for those, maybe on wildcard, David De Gea could be a good option, given um, yeah. given the fixtures. But yeah, why not have Fred as your, your fifth midfielder? He's, he's 4.9 million. Rangnick seemed very impressed with him um, and obviously scored an absolute screamer with his weaker foot. So, Yeah, I mean, I mean, he has been playing better than he has in previous seasons, yeah. in fairness to him. Um, but yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how United get on. Obviously, a lot of people are going to be moving on to Ronaldo from Harry Kane. Yep. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how he gets on in the weekend. Hopefully yeah. not cursed. Nah, God, I hope Trans- transfers in. Yeah, because it was, it was more. I think it was a it was a four two two two, which obviously we've we've become accustomed to seeing it at Saints, um, with you know a bit of a, a pressing game and Ronaldo pressed very well. I think he won the won the ball back more times than Palace combined, from what I was reading on stats up. That might be there. Wrong, you go. I'm sure people say he can't press. There you go. Exactly. So yeah, a very good game. And honestly, I think Palace probably gave United a bit too much respect. Um. I think, you know, Vieira would probably say that himself. They had the chances initially, but yeah, I think United, it was this, it was their game to win. Yeah, yeah, it was. And then um, moving on to a game in which I decided to watch, you know, for some unknown reason, the three two o'clock kickoffs, none of the, well, actually no, the Women's Premier um, FA Cup game was on TV, but I still don't know why Sky or BT didn't pick up any of the two o'clocks. So I uh, legally streamed the uh, the Spurs game because I thought, oh, Harry Kane, all over. No. Spurs 3, Norwich 0. No. Yeah, I couldn't believe it when I checked my phone. I thought 3-0. I was like, oh, fuck's sake, it's finally happened. Harry Kane scored loads of goals. Did he <laughs> no, not even an assist. Um, 
But yeah, Ben Davies, credit to uh, James at Planet FPL, yeah. who I'm pretty, pretty sure has Ben he Davies. Does, he does, yeah. Two assists, clean sheet, 15 pointer. Yeah. A- absolute filth. 4.4 million as well. Very, very cheap. Um, yep. I think I'd probably rather have him than Ben White in my team, to be honest. 100%. Yeah, at the moment. Same same price. Yeah, playing very well. And um, obviously, uh, last season's uh, partner in crime for Harry Kane, Hyung Ming Son, played very well. Um, got himself a goal and an assist. Arguably, probably could have had another goal um, and a 13 pointer. I think showing Harry Kane owners what we expected to get from Kane. When in fact, we get nothing. Even if he's playing as a centre forward, like watching him, honestly, it's not even like he was playing as a centre back or a centre mid anymore. He he was playing as the number nine, and he still wasn't getting in the positions where you'd expect him to score. Yeah, I think the difference is like when you're seeing Son playing, he actually does look dangerous. Whereas Harry Kane, I don't I don't think he does. No, um, it's just yeah, it's just I'm not sure what's going on with him to be honest. Nope. The question is, will Kane ever score in the Premier League again? <laughs> Should do. <laughs> <laughs> and obviously, as for Norwich, it's uh, it's a pretty poor result uh, for them. But they've had they've had some decent results previously that have obviously given them the points to at least be competitive uh, down the bottom there. And Pookie probably should have put them one 0 up uh, to start with, and it might have been a different game had that happened. But yeah, they'll probably just wipe this off and. Uh, come back for the weekend when they face a Man United at home. Yeah, yeah, they'll they'll go again. Um they've looked good since Smith come in. Yeah, and, and from one new manager to another, James, uh this one started a, a hell of a lot better. It was Aston Villa two, Leicester one. Yeah, very very impressed with um Gerard's reign so far. And uh surprise uh couple of goals from concert in this one. <laughs> what was he doing? A 17-pointer from Johanna Conter. Absolute filth against Leslie. No no one's calling that. No. Um, apart from the people that have like 400 teams. Yeah. I've no yeah, idea just... why I've just called him Johanna Conter, by the way, because that's Johanna Conter and she's just retired from tennis. It's Esri Conter. <laughs> yep. Yeah, it's Esri. Um, <laughs> yeah, and then, and then on obviously the Leicester side, Harvey Barnes is actually doing what we thought he'd do at the beginning of the season. Yeah, fucking typical. Um, classic Harvey Barnes. Yeah. Um, the world's most unpredictable man. Yeah, yeah, 100%. And yeah, darker assist. Obviously, Vardy was benched for this one, uh, only to come off, sort of come on in the second half. Didn't get anything. But yeah, credit to Villa. Good performance. Um, Brendier back in the team. He's, he's probably a bit gutted because he took himself out of his fantasy team, only for him to now go and get an assist. Yeah, I've seen that. <laughs> that was quite funny. And then... <laughs> Imagine that, removing <sighs> yourself. I know. I, I don't why maybe he was thinking he was jinxing himself so now but he knew he was out of the team for that mm, that game the game up. week he did it but yeah true but, yeah. madness and then um obviously for for james madison owners probably uh not what you were really looking for given you know 26 points in the the two games previous and then nothing in this one gets himself booked comes away with a one pointer no, they'll probably say, oh, I'm not owning him for this game, I'm owning him for Newcastle at home. <laughs> yeah, that'll be the one that he gets rested for. <laughs> oh, God, that's the pain. <laughs> and then um, let's do a quick score prediction then, James, because it's 15 minutes till the Everton Arsenal kickoff. Is a bit of a timestamp for you guys. What are you going for? Well, I'm going to go for what I hope is going to be the case. And I'm going to just say 2-0 Arsenal. 
I'm going to go one nil Arsenal. I want, I want that clean sheet. <laughs> yeah, I need that clean sheet. It's the only thing. Aaron Ramsdale salvage a bit of a, a decent game week. So, um, coming on to the game week, then James, how have you gotten on so far? Oh, not great. Uh, I'm on thirty-seven points, which uh, same. Yeah. <laughs> I think we've yeah, we're both. We're going to we're going to end up on exactly the same points because I've got Jimenez coming on for Tony, and the only player that we've both got left is Ramsdale. Uh, okay. Well, are you on 36? Yeah, I'm on 36. Oh, so, right. Yeah. So Jimenez coming on, yep, 37. Yeah, then, yeah. Wow, okay. So we both finish on a shitter then. Yeah, nothing nothing from James, Reese James, one from Vardy. Um, Salah, obviously, six, double to 12. Rafinha, five points. So, yeah, it's nothing, nothing much to shout about. And I'm, da- I'm down to 716K. It's two red arrows in a row and it's, it's painful. Yeah, I've dropped to 29K. Um, which is a bit annoying. Basically dropped fifty percent again, so it's a bit of a pain. Could have been so much different, you know. Cancelo obviously conceding late to Watford. Livermento did have eight points until the ninety eighth minute. It's it's one of those game weeks. Jota, for instance, missing an absolute fucking sitter. The, the thing that's pissing me off the most is um two things that the double Chelsea at the back really winding me oh, up yeah. now. James and Alonso doing absolutely nothing. I'm hoping, given the fixtures, Leeds, Everton, Wolves. Might be some attack and returns and some clean sheets in there, but I've not been impressed so far, particularly with Alonso. And my problem at the moment is um, my three forwards. So I own Jimenez, Tony, and Kane. I want rid of all three because <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say. Yeah, Wolves' fixtures atrocious. Oh. Tony's got COVID, and Kane is Kane. So how, how many transfers do you have? I've got two, so I'm I'm very okay. tempted to make a minus four. Um, Oh, and get rid of all three. Yeah, because then wow. I probably want to bench Livermento this weekend away to Arsenal, given oh, our, big time. our injury issues and suspensions. I think, yeah, we're unlikely to keep a clean sheet. So um, the three players I'm considering bringing in are Antonio, Dennis, and Cristiano Ronaldo. And I can afford it. That's a very good base. Yeah, I think that that would be the three that I'd probably make. I just want to make sure that there's no injuries uh, midweek with Champions League and uh, Europa League. Um, so I'm expecting maybe to miss out on point one, point two, but I think I've got about a point five swing. So um, I'm going to hold and then make those three moves. Fair enough. I've I've already done my moves. Um, had to do it just in case people go up tonight or down. What have you gone for? Rafinha, uh, to Bernardo. Uh, yeah, Rafinha to Bernardo Silva. And in order to do that, I've got rid of Hayden at 4.5 and downgraded him to Mendy, who's 4.3, the only 4.3 midfielder in the game. Wow. Okay. I needed point, point 0.2, and that was the only way I could do it, really. Fair properly. enough. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. All right, well, um, let's hope we get a clean sheet tonight then, James. And um, yeah. fingers crossed we're celebrating at least a 40-point game week. We might see a, a tiny rise if Ramsdale can keep a clean sheet, given... Uh, He's only 14% owned, so fingers crossed. I hope so. <laughs> All right, then. Well, um, on that note, we'll end the pod there, mate. And uh, as always, it is a goodbye from me. And goodbye from me. Cheers, Cheers guys. guys.